0: Good evening, and thank you for joining us for this uh, Bible study, Bible teaching, uh, on, specifically on the subject of healing, uh, which we do every Sunday night uh, at the same time, seven o'clock UK time. Um, now, for today's teaching, I'm going to continue on with some of the things that I've been looking at through the week in the daily teachings that I do. Uh, we've been talking about yielding to the Spirit, or being yielded to the Spirit, uh, because I believe that... That it's important for us to understand more about the Holy Spirit and his work in our lives and in our churches. So we're going to look specifically in the area of healing, but continue on with that topic of being yielded or yielding. Uh, and I see the, the good evening there. I think that's Jackie. Good to see you. Um, so let's let's go to 1 Kings chapter 17. Now we've seen uh through this week. Uh, that we can either yield to the Spirit or resist Him. Uh, and that that either enables His flow through our lives or blocks it. Uh, Jesus likened uh, the Holy Spirit to rivers of living water flowing from our hearts. That's flowing from within us. Uh, and a river can it has got to do with the, the free motion or the free movement of water, unhindered from one place to another. So if you block a river, if you put an obstacle in its path, well, you know, one, one obstacle might not stop the river, but the river's got to go around it. Uh, and, and a stationary object can be, can, can be a form of resistance. Something that, Anything that's not going with the river or in the direction of the river is resistance to that river. God is looking for us to learn to yield. Yielding has got to do with going in the direction, going with the flow of his spirit. We've talked about some some things in us that can block that flow or be resistant to it. Tonight, I want to look at specifically uh, enabling the flow of his power uh, in a situation which might include and could include healing. Uh, Many people are believing God for, for healing to manifest. But you see, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God. Uh, that manifests that the Holy Spirit is the one that manifests that power to heal in in our lives. So if we we want to experience that move of the Spirit in our lives, in our bodies, then yielding to him and learning to to remove obstacles that block his flow is important. Uh, Whether it's him doing something in us or whether it's him flowing through us to other people, we want that flow unhindered. And yieldedness has a lot to do with that. Now, I want to look at a couple of situations in Scripture. The first one is not specifically related to healing, but it has got to do with the manifestation of his power. And then we'll look at a couple that are more related to healing. In 1 Kings chapter 17. Now, Elijah, the prophet, has just proclaimed drought on the land. Uh, And then God leads him to, to the brook. And said that, that, that God, God said, I've instructed ravens to, to to feed you there. And obviously there was water at the brook as well. God knew where the water was. And he led him there. So Elijah listened. He responded to where God led him to be. And, and there was the provision. We talked about being responsive uh, on Friday, I believe it was. Now, after a while, the water dried up. Now, notice that the water wasn't the miracle. The miracle was the ravens bringing the fruit. God just led him to a place where there was water. Uh, And that water dried up because there's a drought in the land. And and at that time, the Spirit of God, or God, then spoke to Elijah and he led him to go somewhere else. He led him to go to, to, to a place called Zarephath where there was a widow woman. Uh, and we and this is where I want to pick up on the account and and look at the, the the how the power of God manifested in this widow woman's life. And you're going to see that her yieldedness was a factor. One Kings chapter seventeen, uh, verse eight. God is speaking, and He says to Elijah, "Rise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you." God God can speak to to people sometimes to help other people and to provide and to enable them and be a blessing to them. Now, what happens here is verse 10, Elijah responds. It says, so he arose and went to Zarephath. You see, Elijah is yielded. He is responding to the spirit of God and where God's leading him to be. Uh, When he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. I just think about this for a moment. There's drought in the land. Not only that, but Elijah's the one who proclaimed the drought. And he's asking this w- woman for water. You know, that's, that's quite a that's quite a request considering the, dra- the drought, you could almost say is his fault. <laughs> now, this woman could have reacted there. She could have got upset. She should have said, hold on a second. You want water from me? The only reason we're struggling to have water is because of you. Okay, but she doesn't do that. Now, notice her response here. He asks for water. um, And uh, verse 11, it says, as she was going to get it. Notice the nature and the character of this woman. She's willing to help someone else, even when the situation is tight in her own life. Uh, That's a, a hospitable person. Which I believe, and I've done teaching on this in, the, in Bible colleges, that, that being a hospitable person to other people is a factor in the manifestation of God in our own lives. But that's for another teaching. Now it says here, um, as she was, verse 11, as she was going to get it, he called to her. So she's going to get this water and he says, hold on a second, something else. He called to her and said, bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Uh, at this point, the woman just pauses for a moment and she says, just hold on. I need to explain something. Uh, verse 12. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I, I do not have bread. Only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. Uh, you see, he's asked her for bread. So she, she's not causing a problem yet. She just says, I don't actually have bread at the moment. I haven't even made the bread. I've just got flour and oil. Um, and see, I'm gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. I'd call that a pretty desperate situation. They're right at the point where, where you know, they, they, they're about to have their last meal and die. And again, it's kind of Elijah's fault, but she doesn't, that factor doesn't even really come up. Um, and she explains this to Elijah. Now, Elijah doesn't say, oh, it's okay. We'll just, we'll just, don't worry, you don't have to help me. You see, Elijah, he's not just acting on his own here he's here by the commandments of the Lord God has led him to this woman and God is wanting to do something in the life of this woman Uh, a a miracle of provision God has brought Elijah to this woman to provide for her but that doesn't necessarily mean that miracle manifested immediately by itself uh, there were some factors involved and, and and her responses were involved in some things and uh, I don't want to go into people can talk about the giving side and people can talk about other things. I just want to look at this one factor, her yieldedness and what she was yielding to. Uh, so let's keep let's let's keep reading here. Elijah uh, she said this to Elijah, and then Elijah in verse 13 said to her, Do not fear, go and do as you've said, but make us make me a small cake first, from it first, and bring it to me. So he says, I know you're about to have your last meal, but give me some of it first and then have your last meal from a natural point of view, this can sound very selfish. Uh, And people who read the word of God with a natural mind, they don't don't really recognize the power of these kind of things. And again, this isn't just a man inspired action. God has brought Elijah to this woman to do a miracle in her life. And he is operating under the commandment and instruction of God. Uh, So he says, "Bring, bring me a small cake first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. But then he doesn't leave it there. He gives this woman the word of God. And verse 14 says, "For th- Elijah still speaking, for thus says the Lord God of Israel. Now he's going to give her what God is saying, God's instruction, God's command. The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. That, he's, he's speaking to her that God's going to do a miracle in this situation. Now, notice how she responds. Verse 15, so she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. Uh, Right there, what, what, what do we see here? What do we see in this woman? We see a yieldedness. She's not resisting the word of God. She's not resisting what God is speaking. She is yielding and cooperating with what God is saying through Elijah. Uh, and, and, and let's read what happens. And she and he and her household ate for many days. Did they run out? No, a miracle manifested in their situation. The bed of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry. According to the word of the Lord. Notice that the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. What's going on here? That miracle was a manifestation of the power of God. I know it's not specifically a healing, which we're teaching on tonight, but the principle is still the same, the manifestation of the power of God. What did it take for the power of God to operate? Well, the power of God, as we know when we study the word of God, the spirit of God, a, a manifestation of the power of God is a manifestation of the spirit of God. In other words, the spirit of God moved in this woman's life. But, Before that move of the Spirit was enabled, she had to be yielded, not just to the Spirit of God, but yielded to the Word of God. Notice that. Pick up on this. And we're going to see this elsewhere in Scripture. Uh, Get a hold of what I've just said there. Your yieldedness to the Word of God affects your yieldedness to the Spirit of God. Your yieldedness to the Word of God uh, either enables or blocks the, mo- the, the manifestation of the Spirit of God. Very often we see these things as separate. Very often we see, you know, the Spirit of God's one thing and the Word of God's another thing. But over and over in Scripture, and I'm going to give you some other examples, whether the Spirit of God was able to manifest and do some things was directly connected to how people responded to the Word of God. Now, if we want more of the manifestation of the Spirit of God, then we need to learn to become more yielded to the word of God, because these are connected. Resistance to the word of God can become a blockage to the move of the spirit of God. That resistance to the word is like that rock in the middle of a river that blocks the flow of that river, blocks the flow of of that move and that flow of that water. And this is happening in, a many, in many people's lives. Many Christians are wanting the Spirit of God to manifest, and it might be in healing. Maybe they're, wanting, uh, they're praying and they, they need the power of God. They need a manifestation of the Spirit of God to touch their bodies, but they are being resistant to the Word of God. And this is what we want to look at today. The more yielded you are to the Word of God, the more you enable this flow of the Spirit of God. And uh, I'm seeing the hellos. It's good to see you. And Anna, and I'm sure your mom is with you. Good to see you. And some of the others, God bless you. Now, let's go to Mark chapter six. And let's see another situation. But in this instance, it's the opposite. Uh, The resistance to the word became resistance to the manifestation of the spirit of God. Now, open your heart to what I'm saying tonight, because we need to see this. Uh, Many times, pushing against the word, pushing against what God is saying, becomes a blockage it blocks what god is trying to do and 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 you see i believe god wants to do more i I, i'm convinced from the bottom of my heart that we're in a day when when the manifestation of the spirit of god and the power of god is is going to increase god is is getting ready i believe that 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 he's getting we're stepping into some things there's a move of the spirit of god and there's a move of the word of god and we call it revival uh, but but it is a move of God that, that is ready to be unleashed in our churches and on our planet and, and in our lives. But in order for this move of the spirit of God to be released, there needs to be a yieldedness to the word of God, because that is going to enable that manifestation of the spirit of God to be on a far higher level than anything we've ever experienced before resistance in the church and resistance in the lives of individual believers has become a blockage. It is hindering how much of that water, that flow of water of the spirit of God is able to get into some situations. Now we can argue with this. Some people might listen to this and do exactly what I'm talking about. They might start to argue. Well, I don't think it's that way. That arguing is resistance right there. That arguing against now, you know I, I don't, I don't, you know it's up to you if you want to argue with me but don't argue with the word Let, let's look in the word i want you, i want to show you in the scriptures what I'm saying here and open your heart because if you if you're needing healing in your life and if the spirit of God if you're wanting the the, the, the healing power of god to flow into your body and there's a healing anointing ready to move into your body, ready to, to, you know, there's no problem with what God can do, God's ability. God can make cancer disappear in a, in, a, in the blink of an eye. God can make a leg grow out right in front of your eyes. One moment it's not there, the next moment it's there. you have to go rub your eyes and go, what, what just happened there? There's no problem with the what God can do. God, God can... Put a new a new organ in your body. God can replace body parts. He can do all kinds of things. There's no problem with his power. And in the last few weeks, we've been talking about uh his willingness. And I believe God is willing to do these things. God wants to do these things. But he works with us. He works with our yieldedness. And and in order for his spirit to be able to flow to a higher level, there has to be a greater yieldedness from us. And a big part of that yieldedness is the yieldedness to the word resistance to what God is saying in the church and in people, Christians lives has become resistance to the move of his spirit. And it is blocking that flow. Now, I believe that part of what God is wanting to do is a greater manifestation of his power in the church. I thank God for prophecy and words and all the different other manifestations of the spirit. Those are wonderful. And I don't have a problem with that. I'm excited about those things. But I believe that God is wanting to also bring a manifestation of the power of God in healings and miracles to a higher level. But in order to do this, He is calling us to a greater level of yieldedness to him. He he wants us to understand how to yield, to become vessels that he can do things through and and become vessels that he can manifest his power through to a greater level. Uh, And if we'll learn to yield, if we'll learn to what yieldedness is, and we learn to remove the blockages to his spirit, that river of the spirit of God will be able to flow through us to a higher level. And there'll be a greater flow of the spirit of God. So I don't know about you, but but to me, it's worth it. It's worth removing the resistance. And those walls of resistance have got to come down. There there, there are places, there are churches, there, there are Christians that God wants to do things in their lives. But they've put walls of resistance up. And what they are resisting sometimes, very often, is the word of God. They're resisting the truths that he is trying to teach us. They're becoming resistant to certain truths in the scriptures and certain truths that he has shown us in his Word. And that resistance has become a blockage that is hindering the flow of his spirit and might even be hindering healing manifesting in, in, in an individual's lives. See, we need to be we need to be open to hear what this what he is saying, what the Spirit of God is speaking, what the Word of God is speaking, what God is saying to us through His word. We need to take down the resistance, the arguing, the pushing against the scriptures and and, and learn how to yield to what He's saying. Let's look at this in mark chapter six. I'm going to show you a couple of scriptures here. And if you I believe if you open your heart to the word, not just to what I'm saying, open your heart to the scriptures we're looking at and, and and be willing to just cease the resistance and just say, OK, God, if that's what you're saying, then that's true. I need to hear that. And I'm going to receive what you say. And the more yielded you become, I believe you open your life up to a manifestation of the spirit of God to flow uh, into your body and healing. There, there are Christians who've been believing God for healing. They've been praying. But but God is dealing with them about things and they are re- they're being resistant to what he's saying. I'm not saying everybody who's struggling to get healed that this is the reason I uh, you know, th- I, there's people who are open to the word. This is not the only reason there can be other reasons. So don't feel I'm pointing fingers directly at you only in your heart and in your own conscience. Do we know if we're resisting what he's saying in an area? But, you know, sometimes maybe God is dealing with a person, uh, they might be praying, they want the spirit of God to flow into their body to heal them. And, 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 And yet God is dealing with them about something. Maybe God is dealing with them to forgive somebody. Uh, it's a, and they're they're resisting what he's saying to them they they, they feel like someone's hurt them or, or or done something to them and they don't want to forgive when the spirit of God is is dealing with them and and their resistance to what to what God is saying is becoming a blockage to the spirit of God manifesting in their bodies. Maybe God's dealing with some people about their calling and he's speaking to them and, and, and dealing with them to do some things, but they are resisting it. They're digging their heels in the ground and they're not being responsive to what God is saying. But by 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 resisting and pushing against what God is showing them and speaking to them about, they're blocking the manifestation of his spirit. They might be pastors that are blocking, they're resisting the word of God in their churches. They're they they, they they're holding to their opinions and God is trying to teach them some truths. God is trying to show them some things and they're resisting it because they don't want to let go of their opinions. They don't want to let go of their ideas. And they're being resistant to what God is saying and they're being resistant to what the word of God is saying. But then they're wondering why some other things are going wrong. and they And then when they pray and they ask God for healing, and, and maybe maybe they even need healing or their spouse needs healing or someone in their church needs healing. And they're wanting the spirit of God to manifest while being resistant to the word of God. We need to understand the connection between these. We need to begin to realize that if we desire the spirit of God to move, we, have, we, we need to remove the resistance and become yielded and yielding to his word. Yielding to what he is saying to us is a big, big part of this. The more yielded we become to what he's saying, the more we will enable the flow of the Spirit of God. If you take the obstacles out of the way that are causing resistance, you'll find the healing is, it flows. Like I said, this, this is not the only reason. So don't, don't, don't feel I'm pointing a finger and saying you are resisting. Okay, It's only for your heart and your conscience. I'm just delivering the message that's on my heart. It's, um, I keep trying to get you out of Mark 6 and then going on with some other things. Let's look at Mark 6. I just want to look at it from this angle, uh, not go too much into the other things here. But in Mark chapter 6, in verse 1, Jesus comes to his own hometown, and, and he gets up. What, what does he do in verse 2? It says, when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Well, Jesus is the word of God. What Jesus taught was the word of God. So if, we, if Jesus is teaching, we know he's teaching the word. Purest word you could ever get, far purer than than myself or any other human minister could ever teach. Jesus is the word made flesh. So when Jesus taught, this is the word being spoken here. And he's teaching in the synagogue. Now, notice the response of the people to his teaching. At this point, the only thing that's happened is teaching, there's been nothing else. Many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what what wisdom is this which is given to him? They even acknowledged he's speaking wisdom, but, but they're, they're not really responding right to that wisdom that he's teaching them. Uh, that such mighty works are performed by his hands. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary? See, they knew him. He's in his hometown. He grew up with these people. <laughs> um, and, and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. I, they're like, don't his family live down the street and he wants to stand up here and teach us? So they start becoming resistant to his teaching. They don't want to hear him. So they are resisting it uh, and says, are oh, not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. Well, the only thing they've got to be offended at right now is what he's teaching. There's not, there's not been anything else happened. So they're resisting His teaching, they're being resistant to the word coming through him. What happens? Well, look at verse five. Now he could do no mighty work there, except he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Well, a few people got healed. That's a trickle going through. That's a, a little bit of river of the river and the water was able to get through to touch some people. But the emphasis there is not much happened. Now, those mighty works, those healings are manifestations of the spirit of God. It was the anointing. Jesus had the the, the spirit of God upon him. So you see here that because of the way they responded to the word, it determined whether the spirit was able to do things or not. Catch a hold of this truth. I know the next verse talks about unbelief. I don't want to go into the unbelief side of it right now. What I want to emphasize is, is the yieldedness to, to, to what he was saying, the word. This is the direct opposite of that woman that Elijah went to. This, this is a, the exact opposite response. She was quick to respond and she yielded to what was being said. And because she was Yielded to the word of God that came through Elijah, that miracle manifested in her life. And in this situation, the direct opposite happened. Why? There was resistance to what? To the word of God. To the word of God. Many people want the miracle to happen, many people want the the spirit of God to manifest. Some people are even praying. Lord, we want your spirit to move. Move by your spirit. And in response to their prayer, God sends the word. And then they push the word away. They reject what the word says. And then they wonder why there's no move of the spirit. These two things work together. But if we can begin to capture, if we can begin to get a glimpse of how the word of God And the spirit of God work together and how they combine and how our yieldedness to the word enables the greater flow of the spirit. If we can begin to see this and if we can learn to become more compliant and yielded to the word and and remove the resistance and pushing against what the word is saying, if we can learn to do that, we will step into a far greater manifestation of the flow of the spirit of God than our minds have ever imagined is possible. God's ready to do it. But he's looking for yielded vessels. He's looking for a yieldedness to what he's saying. Let's take down the walls of opposition. Let's take down the pushing against the word and begin to open up. See, in in decades gone by, there's been resistance to, 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 to the word of God, even in the church, even in believers. And in some pulpits across the land, resistance to what God is trying to say in his word. And that resistance has shut down the move of the spirit of God. And it's why we don't see a lot of the manifestation of God. We see a trickle. I don't want to just see a trickle. I don't know about you. I don't want to just see a a little trickle of water coming through that river. I want to get all the obstacles out of the way. So that there can be a a flood surge come down that river and a manifestation of the glory and the presence of God beyond our imagination. The kind of things that God has been speaking for decades that he wants to do. But in order for him to do them, he needs to bring us to a place where we are yielded to his word. Let me give you one example, one more example here, and then we'll close. Well, actually, two more scriptures quickly. Hebrews chapter 3, and then we'll look at one more example. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7 says, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, and he's quoting something here, the Holy Spirit is saying, as the Holy Spirit says, today, if you will hear his voice, hear his voice. Well, his voice is what he is saying, is what I'm talking about. His voice. It's his word. It's what he is speaking. It's what he's saying. If you'll hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. So he's talking about the way they respond to what God is saying. And he uses the children of Israel in the wilderness as an example. And he indicates that he calls that time in the wilderness, the rebellion, Why? Because they were resistant to what God was saying. God was trying to get them to yield to his word, but they were resistant to that. And God brought them all the way up to the verge of the promised land. But because they would not yield to the word of God, because they fought against what God had said to them, God said that was their land, but they resisted that because the giants, and we can go into all the reasons, but the core problem was they were resisting what God was saying. And Hebrews 3 goes on and it shows us that they couldn't enter in. Why? Because of their resistance to what God was saying. There were things God could not take them into because of their lack of yieldedness to his word. Let's learn that lesson. Let's not be that people. Let's be the people that yield to the word. And God is wanting to bring his word to a high level, a higher level. He's wanting to manifest and bring his word into the churches and into the lives of individual believers. It's time in our generation for us to lay aside our own opinions about scripture. It's time for us to lay aside our own personal views or denominational point of views. Be willing to lay aside an idea you have about scripture if it's not in line with scripture. Too many people argue against scripture because their denominational point of view says something particular. That's resistance to the word. I'm not against denominations. I love them all. Every uh, The people I pray with, you know my heart. The, 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 every believer in every denomination, in every church, God wants to reach and minister and, and pour out his love and his grace and his anointing and his word out to everyone. It doesn't matter what denomination. We love them all. But there needs to be a willingness to hear his word, Above your doctrinal position and your denominational position. And and if you'll open the doors of your church to his word. And be willing to set aside your personal positions and your personal theological positions. If you are willing to open your heart to his word. You will open the door of your church to his spirit too. And he'll begin to move in that place and begin to do things in the lives of the people in that church that you as a minister could never do in your own strength and ability. And he will enable you by his grace to reach into that community and to reach into those people around you, those needy people. and You'll find that they start coming into the church. Because they find they're not just coming into a denomination or a church group. They will be coming into a place where they encounter the living God because his presence is in that place and on that church. So be willing. To let the word of God in. And you'll open the door to the spirit of God. I didn't plan to say any of that, but I believe someone needs to hear that right there. Let's look at one more thing, and I'm going to close this teaching. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9, there was a man who brought his, uh, his son to Jesus. And initially, he, he met uh, Jesus' disciples, but then Jesus got involved. And this man, his son needed freedom. He needed a touch in his body. He needed healing. He, he was having fits and all kinds of things. I'm not going to go into the condition. But he needed the touch of the power of God in his body. And this father wanted his son set free. Now, before Jesus ministered the power of God to the boy, he spoke to the father. And he had a conversation. Now, I want you to notice how this man responded to what Jesus said. And hear this in context of what I've been teaching here. Because this man's response to what Jesus said was going to enable the spirit of God and the power of God to flow in this boy's life or block it. And in this instance, thankfully, he enabled it. Mark chapter nine and verse 23, Jesus says to him, he's talking to the, father, this, this, the this boy's father here. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. I'm not gonna go into the dynamics of that scripture right now. We could do a wonderful teaching on that. And many preachers have done some good teaching on that. But let's let's view this through the eyes of the, of, of the angle we're looking at, at this right now. If you can believe all things are possible to him who believes. Now, look at the man's response. How did this father respond? Did this father say to Jesus? Well, Jesus, you, you know, that's a little bit far fetched. You know, all things really all things are possible. Jesus, did you fall out of a tree or something? or Or, you know. This man didn't turn to Jesus and say, well, you know, the, the synagogue ruler did said something different to that. This man didn't argue. He didn't fuss. He didn't resist what Jesus was saying. He opened his heart to what was said and yielded to it. Immediately, notice this, verse 24. Immediately to respond. Immediately, the father of the, cried, of the child cried out and said with tears that's quite a heartfelt response from this man here he doesn't resist he doesn't push against what jesus is saying he yields to it and he cries out with tears lord i believe and that's not even half the emotion i believe the man put in it if you read <laughs> he cries out he immediately grabs what jesus said and says yes i believe That's a yielded response. And then he cries out, help me with my unbelief. Now, that's not a wrong prayer. Because this man is he's crying that out from a perspective of humility. He's seeing what Jesus is saying. And he's saying, help me. Help me to get this right. I believe. Now help me with all the bits. Notice. And you know what happened next? I won't read it all. You can go read it yourself. His yieldedness to what Jesus said enabled a miracle to happen. And immediately Jesus ministered to that boy, and that boy was set free. There's people that need healing. There's people in the church, There's believers, Christians. There's a world out there that needs the touch of God. Your unsaved neighbor, your. Your family and friends. We can either stand resistance to the word of God and resistance and being a blockage to the spirit of God. And those people's lives are not going to be touched the way they should through us and through our church. And even in our own lives, these Christians that are sick. But they've been resistant to, to getting teaching of the word. and They've resisted certain messages. It's time to yield body of Christ. It's time to yield, church. It's time to open our hearts to what God is showing us in his word. To take down the walls of resistance. And open the door for the spirit of God to do more in our midst. And that's all I've got to say today. And I, I, I pray that you take hold of this message. And it would be nice if you share it with people as well. Not, not for my benefit. But I believe people need to hear this truth. I believe believers, Christians need to get a hold of this. Because if we will take down our resistance to the word of God, we will enable a greater flow of the spirit of God. And God will manifest. So let's pray. And and, and just before we pray, if you've been listening to this and you need healing in your life, and if there's been areas you've been resistant, take that wall down. Take that wall down right now. And Just say, Spirit of God, I realize I've been holding on to things. I've been fighting against your word while hoping that your spirit will touch my life. I can see now from this message, I can't do that. I, I need to yield to what you're saying to me. Make a decision right now. Don't don't, don't just don't put it off to three weeks' time. Make a decision right now. Father God, you can do this wherever you are right now. Just, just pray out and say, Father God, I, I, I'm going to yield to what your word has been saying. I'm not going to fight against this anymore. I open my heart to what you're saying in your word. Because I realize that that might have been blocking the flow of the spirit into my body. And I hear what your word is saying. And I hear what your spirit is dealing with me about. And if there's someone I need to forgive and I've been resistant or if, or if I've not yielded and, I, and you've been calling me to do some things and I'm fighting against it, I'm going to take that resistance down and yield right now. Make that decision. And, and I repent of that resistance as well to your word. And I lay myself on my, lay, lay, get on my knees and I yield and I humble myself to your word and, and, and I repent of my resistance. And I thank you, Father God for the spirit of God flowing in healing right now, ministering and touching people's lives in the area of healing. And we receive that touch of the anointing and that touch of healing beginning to flow into people's lives uh, and, and touching bodies right now. And we thank you, Father, for that. And We give you the glory and the honor. It's not about a man. It's not about looking to me or anything else. It's just look to the Lord. You can receive healing right there, wherever you are, in your bedroom, wherever you are. Walking in the park, listening on your iPod to this message. Doesn't matter where you are. Just just get your heart right and cease the resistance to his word. And make a quality decision to, to do what he's showing you to do. Take that rock out of the way. And let that flow of the river move. And Lord, we give you the glory. We give you all the honor. And I thank you right now for healing and touching people's lives. By your spirit. And it's for your glory. It's for you, Lord God. You're the one who does the work. In Jesus' name, amen. So God bless you and thank you for listening today. And again, it's nice if you like these messages. Just gives us a bit of interaction with you uh, and and, and share them. And I appreciate that. And some of you might want to listen to this message again and let the Spirit of God minister to you through what's been said. So we'll be back again tomorrow morning. I do a daily teaching Monday to Friday. Uh, It's 9.30 UK time, but it goes up on the YouTube and it goes up on the Facebook. Uh, And then every Sunday night at this time, we do a teaching on healing. So you're welcome to join us for any of those. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening and uh, we'll see you again in the morning.